hmm, I need a good idea for a theme at camp this summer. Have you thought about an Olympics theme? With all the cool activities you have at your camp, that is the perfect theme. What a great idea. You get the gold medal for that. What else you got? How about a Star Wars theme? You could even have a Jedi Academy. Wow, my friend Jed and I would love that. But wait, how about a superheroes theme? You could even add in some villains. Superheroes, great idea. Kurt, you're my hero. And finally, how about a pirate theme where you can sail the seven seas? Wow, you really are full of great ideas. Well, now that I have some themes, where do I go from here? Go to patrickmarketplace.com where you can get downloadable theme books for each of these themes that would include ideas for decorations, meals, snacks, crafts, games, activities, and a whole lot more. You mean if I go to patchworkmarketplace.com, I can download the books today and I don't have to wait for them to arrive? You sure can. That's super. This is the Scamp Life Podcast, a weekly show for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson, Chris Callow, and Kelly Cook. Now it's time for another entertaining episode exploring the fantastical world of summer camp. Welcome to the Scamp Life Podcast. This is Kurt, and we've got Chris, and we've got Kelly. The whole crew is here. And in this episode, we are talking about teaching skills to children. Uh, I don't know where, you know, we kind of have this as a topic. I don't know where the two of you landed on this, but I was thinking there's the hard skills and then there's the soft skills. Uh, so I got a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. So I don't know if you know the difference between soft skills and hard skills, but Kelly is going to explain it to you. <laughs> What's the difference between soft and hard skills, Kelly? Soft skills are things that you use in terms of, uh, I gotta go the other way around. Hard skills are tangible. <laughs> no. They are they are things such as, um, I think of them as like when you teach archery, you are teaching a physical mm -hmm. tangible skill. Right. How soft to change skills a tire. Are, exactly. Uh, soft skills in my brain are things that are not tangible. They're things like conflict resolution mm -hmm. or dealing with homesickness. All right. So we have the, those are campers can learn both these types of skills. I think a lot of times we focus on the hard skills, uh, the activities really, where we hope that in a group, the counselor will be a mentor and will maybe, you know, implement some of these soft skills, but it's not really, we're not usually really teaching them, right? Yeah. Though you can <laughs> be, unless you're teach. in a, like a, a leadership program, LIT, mm -hmm. CIT program. Uh, is that fair to say? Yeah. 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 Okay. I feel like, I feel like in leadership programs too, we intentionally... <clears throat> like the LITs or the counselors in training, we are intentionally putting soft skills in there, whereas we're mm -hmm. not necessarily intentionally putting soft skills into youth camp, general camp, whatever yeah. you, whatever you call it. Right. But I think that campers learn those just from watching observation. the staff, mm -hmm. just from observation. Exactly. And, and one of those, like I said, is leadership. So not only would you maybe have specific things or tactics that you would teach to 
campers who are in an LIT or CIT or leadership program, but campers who are not in those programs will hopefully see, oh, my counselor does this. And it just kind of soaks in. I feel like with YMCA programs, that is a, an intentional thing without being intentional when you talk about the core values. Right. That's true. So it's, it's very intentional in that aspect because you hope that by the end of a week or however long camp is that the kids know what the core values are and how to demonstrate those. Uh, so I feel like in that aspect, it's intentional in a different type of way. Mm -hmm. Whereas we were just talking about the other day, how do you do rules at a non YMCA camp with staff who have only ever taught rules through the core values? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've worked so, like, at- I have always, I've worked for WISE my, almost my entire career. And the way I have done rules on the first day of camp are what are the four core values and the kids name them off. And what are some ways that we can you know, uphold those core values throughout the week and the kids list them off. What are the, the, what are the four core values? Caring, honesty, respect, and responsibility. And then some wise will add in inclusion or faith, or they'll add in additional values they want to include in that. Uh, but caring, honesty, respect, responsibility. You create your own Pine Ridge values. I know. And in a I week, mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> think the why has got a copyright on honesty i mean maybe but (laughs) well i feel like they do on the four together but yeah no and we've been brainstorming some ways to do that but myself is why based my equestrian director is also has a y extensive background and so we are now going oh we need to do camp rules with the kids on the first day for expectations and i can't i mean i can use different values for sure we just need to figure out what we're going to to use instead of pulling from the ymca mm-hmm. yeah well i think there's other things like uh, empathy that a counselor can talk to their kids about such as oh you know one kid is being mean to another because of maybe what they're wearing or what they've done. And so just having that conversation, okay, we have five times, five minutes of downtime. I want to talk about, you know, what if, you know, think about what it would be like in someone else's shoes and kind of go through that process. Uh, and, And you can do that, you know, counselors, it's not something that is on the schedule, but counselors can do at any time. And that's teaching a life lesson. Yeah. That would be a good uh, like cabin chat or end of evening. We called it devotion when we were, you know, wrapping up an overnight camp for the night. Just mm-hmm. a good like conversation time. I feel like cabin chat or, or one of those would be a really great, that'd be a really great topic for a, a conversation. Yeah. Uh, and then I think yeah. I, I've got, got a couple- real deep there here on our <laughs> right. <podcast. laughs> we're getting I think, serious i think you can even talk to it, it out of a lit or cit program is listening and and kind of eye contact and kind of the listening skills uh because you know when i talk to chris he's like this he, he's looking yep. off in the distance or looking on his phone or we chris look at me there you go i i told you why though. we had your this discussion. do you remember why i don't make eye contact Oh, because of your eyes. Yeah. So I have this, this eye is a lazy eye. And so by this I, eye, you mean which eye? Because my know, left, yes. Yeah, people so my can't left see eye. which eye you're talking about. <laughs> my left eye. And so 
if I look at someone too long, it goes lazy. And I, I hate, I, I'm embarrassed by it. And so I constantly shift my focus all the time so that it forces it to not go lazy. And so well, then, and he also has squirrel syndrome. Yeah. And then people don't notice that about me. And then, you know, it's not like I, no one listens to he this podcast anyway. So. Hurt, so. <laughs> oh no, I know I have that. <laughs> I just, I just read that one of the symptoms of ADHD is uh, memory loss. And I'm like, yep. Well, Done. I think we're right. in that, that category there. <laughs> right. So. Uh, what about you, Chris? What do you, what do you got? Yeah. So, well, I, I kind of wrote down as we talk about teaching skills to children, some of the different things we do out here. And so one of the things we have here at camp is we actually call it skills time. And just to be weird, we spell it weird. So we spell it S-K-Y-L-L-Z. Skills so time. Cool. Yeah. Um, and we set it up. All the counselors have a skill that they teach. And so we put it out. So I'm just going to put archery down as one. So some counselor says they're going to do archery. And I create little sheets that have a certain amount. So the counselor says, hey, I can't get more than 15 campers doing archery. Or I can't get more than 20 or whatever. So I will put out you know, archery on a paper and then 20 spots for campers to sign up. And then at breakfast, once tables are, are cleared and they have all their stuff away, the kids can go upstairs and, and they can sign up for their skill for later that day. And we do two days each. So a counselor will teach Archie for two days and then they get, they teach another two days, but they get a whole new group of campers on those last two days. And so kind of gives the campers a time to learn a skill well and some different things. And, and we tell the counselors, I mean, we'd go through staff training, like you're going to pick a skill. This is going to be probably your skill all summer. So pick one that you're going to enjoy, pick one that you can teach, pick one that's going to last two days, you know, an hour, I think it's an hour and a half each day. So you got three hours that you're, you're with these kids teaching the skills. So you got to be able to do it. So yeah, and we have it. And then the campers really enjoy it and they kind of, they get to experience new counselors as well. And so they've been with their counselor all week. They get someone else new that's teaching them. Now this year, unfortunately, thanks to our cohorts and the restrictions, we are not able to do that. And so campers will only be learning skills from their counselor because we can't intermingle this year. And so it'll mix things up a little bit. So here, I love the idea of counselors teaching whatever they want, right? Their skill. Mm -hmm. But what I have found is that counselors don't know particularly how to teach something. Mm -hmm. So do oh, yeah. you do any kind of training on Here's how to teach your skill. Yeah. So that is great. If you look at my number two on the list, you will see that I'm going to talk about that, but we can talk about it. Too. Let's jump into <laughs> it. Let's yeah. jump into it. We do. So I, because every year I will have counselors, they'll say, oh, I don't have any skills. I have zero skills to teach. And so we will teach them a skill. And then we go through during staff training. We have a whole hour that we talk about what does skills time look like? How do you teach? What do you have to talk about? You know, if you need something printed, if you need something like that, you got to let me know ahead of time. So, you know, don't tell me five minutes before skills, hey, I need 20 pages of this printed out or something like that. Um, and so we talk about it just like a normal, like you'd teach teachers how to teach. We're teaching the counselors. Here's how you're going to teach your skill. And sometimes counselors have a skill that they think is a great idea. And they come like, oh, I want to teach this. And we're like, you, you only have three hours. You're not going to be able to teach this or we don't have the means to teach that. We don't have the budget to buy all this stuff that you want for that, except, you know, we, we can't teach horseback riding here at camp. We don't have a horse. 
and I'm not going to go get a horse for you. And so, and Stick it's going to be really dumb for you to put a saddle on the fence or something and try and teach horseback riding. The kids are going to be really disappointed when they sign up for that and realize that it's that. One time we had a counselor that wanted to teach snipe hunting. And so we're like, no, that's. No. <laughs> so they can teach anything. It doesn't have to be a program area already on camp. Yep. So as I mean, they have to get approved through me. Yeah. So all their skills have to be approved, but. And, yeah, and if could, I, so if I were a new counselor, what would you say? Maybe a couple of key takeaways. How would, how do I teach something? How do I teach a skill to campers? I, we make them create a kind of a curriculum outline okay. and they, so they create their own little, like, what are the, what are top five things you need to know to do this skill? So write those down and then you have those written down. And so this is all part of the class. Okay. Now how, number one, A, B, and C, how do you, so if we were doing archery, okay. One of the things you got to know in archery is how to hold the bow correctly. Okay. So what are you going to tell them on how to hold the bow correctly? A, B, C, D, E. Okay. One of the things in archery is how to aim. Okay. How do you tell them how to aim? How do you tell them how to, you know, what to look for with fletching and all that. So, and I I just want to jump in here that what I, I would do, and and you probably do this and uh, you're just saying, what do you tell them? But the biggest thing that I stress to staff that are teaching something is demonstrate demonstrate Mm -hmm. because you can talk all you want and and the kids will be like i don't i don't understand you know it's like when you teach a game you you demonstrate instead of saying okay capture a flag you go over there you can't get caught and you're trying to get the flag and then you come you actually go out there and you say if you cross this line Mm -hmm. and get tagged you and then you walk over to the jail you are here in jail and you wait for somebody to rescue you, then both of you and you walk across together are yep. free to go back. But I've, I find that like with the archery, okay, here's a bow and we're going to demonstrate and here's what I'm looking at mm-hmm. and that type of thing. So I think that's the biggest thing for them to know is to demonstrate whatever. Yeah. When we good. talk during it too, that this isn't school. Kids don't come to the camp to be in school again. So they don't want a teacher just lecturing. Right. You're right. You're doing, I mean, mm-hmm. the kids have to be part of it. So cool. Uh, so my first one, I'm going to take it back to the leadership program for this one. I think I, I'm stealing this from Michael Garcia. I believe he mentioned it at some point, but teaching like true life skills. So how to change a tire, how to check your oil, how to address a letter. Uh, we came up with a list this year for letter? our LIT. What, what are those? I know <laughs> I've had staff in the past, not know how to address a postcard. So this is one I'm adamant about. So for the LITs, but like even writing a check, because those okay. are very foreign to, to the younger generation right now. So just different life skills. So this year mm-hmm. we're going to ask one of our maintenance guys to come and demonstrate how to change a tire and take the LITs. We have a small group of LITs this year too. So it'll work really nicely. And I totally like that idea. I think that's important. In fact, one year we had such bad staff interviews that I taught them that summer how to interview correctly. Cause I'm like, you're all going to want a different job after you leave this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and if I were quote unquote, a real job, I would not have hired you. Like some of you came in chomping gum. Some of you, you know, oh, and, my. in pajamas. Yeah. The Zoom and interviews so- this year have been fun too. Yeah. Just seeing the different different things. And I was thinking about that the other day on my way to work. I was like, I feel like in my welcoming, like welcome to camp this year, as all people are here at staff training, really 
going in on this is a real job like mm-hmm. this is this You're is a, a job you can still get fired from it i can yep. give you references in the future and really driving that home this year that you didn't just come to camp to play with kids and do fun activities outside. Like this is a real job and you're yeah. going to gain real skills from it. You talk about like uh, skills for like life skills for these preteens, I guess. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah. Our LITs are completed ninth grade. Right. So there are all other skills for the younger kids, like even yes. how to tie your shoelaces, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them. How to put on a bathing suit. <laughs> really? Oh, we go, uh, we, we start at age four. So for, okay. for some kids, that is a, a skill, how to put on clothes is, is something we, yeah, we don't demonstrate <laughs> that one. Uh, whistling, snapping your fingers. <laughs> or how to like, on whistle a through a blade of grass. <laughs> like that is yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, a skill that, I mean, it's one of those useless skills, but it's still a fun skill to learn. Even uh, uh, saying please and thank you. Yep. Right. All right. So I've got uh, one of the things I, I was thinking about is, I guess, those activities that are like acting or or magic or something that is in front of an audience and the skill of projection and the skill mm-hmm. of having confidence or, or faking it, even if you yep. don't have it uh, and, and just being like addressing a crowd. And being in front yeah. of a crowd. Talent shows so... are great for that. The what? Talent shows Talent are shows. fantastic for that. That's true. Sometimes, and sometimes I'll 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 bring up a uh, you know maybe a camper who's maybe a little more shy, but they really like songs, and I'll bring them up with us. Hey, we're gonna do a boom chicka boom. Come up and lead it with us. And so just getting them comfortable in front of a crowd, I think that's an important skill to to have, and and kids can start learning. I have, uh, like I said earlier, some counselors, some of our staff come and they have zero skills that they think they have. And so we teach them some skills too. So for instance, we use a lot of outdoor education stuff for this skills time, you know, how to identify trees, how to um, do orienteering, how to do shelter building, fire starting kind of things like that. Do you do like how to put up a tent? Uh, we don't because we don't do tent camping oh, in our one. camp. Now, our wilderness camp does. So our, yeah. our normal overnight camp does not. But in wilderness camp, they will learn that. Like, And they also learn how to tie certain knots. And then they tie a big bridge made out of knots and stuff. So we, we try not to do that in kind of our, our normal camp because we don't want to steal from the wilderness. It'll ruin that experience. But, but yeah, teaching these kids some of these outdoor skills that they don't have. And then that you have to, again, teach it to the counselors first. Here's how you do this. And then we have as well, I mean, during staff training, this is kind of fun that we have the whole, the counselors get to teach then. And so the rest of us become campers and we act like campers. And sometimes I have to stop some, usually myself, um, from being the horrible camper, but <laughs> right. um, letting the, the counselors kind of learn, yeah. <laughs> having that counselor, you know, practice teaching. Nice. So we talked about, you know, younger campers with tying shoes and different things. What about setting a table? So like hoppers for meals is a big one to, to learn how to properly set the table, especially if you do family style, if they don't know how to pass to the right correctly and, and learning basic, just table etiquette, I guess you could call it. You call it um, hoppers? I've never heard that before. What is a yeah, hopper? Yeah, we call it a hoppers. We, we use that term as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, but just setting a table and, and practicing passing. I mean, if you're doing cafeteria style for your meals, it may not work as, as well, but definitely for family style meals, it works great. Do you, do you do any of the more etiquette? Like here's where the fork goes. Here's where the spoon goes. Here's glass and bread, you know, if definitely, if we do special meals, uh, so we did it, Oh man, years and years ago, we, as part of like an all camp activity, I worked on an educational farm. And so we did a farm to table, like big meal and everything. And so the campers who set up the tables did a true, like full, uh, place setting, which was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Fun. I think about the different activities that camps have that are skills that you'll take on with you, like cooking. If you have any kind of cooking class, that's great to know. Uh, photography, that's something you probably use throughout your life. And then swimming, I think swimming's a huge one. Learn how to swim because a lot of camps will do swim lessons. Uh-huh. And so I think those are those are great skills to teach children and are an important part of camp. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, even had some kind of ideas because a lot of the ones are camp activities, camp programs, archery, wall climbing, things like that. And, and we wanted something, hey, we're going to teach you something that maybe you don't have at camp, something that's not normal. So we've done ukulele. We've had one of our counselors knows how to play the ukulele and we'll kind of teach kids some simple ukulele. We've done parkour, which is all I can ever think about is the office parkour. 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 <laughs> and them do it because they're just jumping off things here at camp, which is funny to watch. Um, changing a tire. We had, when I was growing up, I learned how to change oil at camp. One of our uh, counselors taught us that. I don't remember it now, but I remember going through the steps and thought that was cool. I even uh, starting fires and using the different methods to start fires. And yeah, I don't know how much you want to teach campers how to do that. We do, but yeah. <laughs> kind of having those skills that maybe aren't something that you can do at camp anyway, that you have to sign up some kids are going to miss out because only a certain number of kids get to do skills time, but to have those very like, Hey, this isn't part of camp. This is something extra you're getting. And I think that's cool. Having, well, that. I think when you talk about stuff like archery or rock climbing, that can turn into a lot yeah, long, a little more in depth. Yeah. Instead I, of just I going a, and playing. Yeah. I had a staff member who was a competitive rock climber in, at her university and I was like, where did you first do that? She goes at camp. And that's, mm-hmm. I didn't have any interest in possibly rock climbing until I tried it at camp and then fell in love with it. So you never know. I learned rugby at camp for the first time. We just did really? a touch rugby. Yeah. Oh. We did a touch rugby. Uh, like, I don't know. I think we call them specialties, but it was similar. We mm-hmm. had a couple staff who played rugby and so they, they led it. And so I was initially introduced to rugby at summer camp which was cool. And I played it in high school afterward, like later. That's awesome. We haven't done this before. It'd be interesting to try. I don't know if you've ever done this, Kurt, but you talked about like, oh, the archery and things like that. Maybe even kind of as you're the archery director, you see a certain kids have a little bit more knack for it. And so maybe you pick them and say, hey, you know, Kurt, Kelly, I want you guys to sign up for the archery skill because I want to take you a little bit further and do a little bit more with you. So, I mean, then I mean, you're definitely getting into pick. kind of that progression type mm-hmm. of absolutely scheduling and, and how that works out. I mean, there's a bunch of different ways to do that, but yeah, I agree. If, if they've got some kind of aptitude for it, it would be neat to be able to take them a little further. Yeah. And what do you got, Kelly? 
Um, just, we kind of touched on it a little bit in the beginning, uh, when it comes to behavior management or solving like behaviors within campers and different things like that, not including the whole group that, so that we don't necessarily need extra kids involved, but really getting the kids through the thought process Mm -hmm. of, of the situation and maybe finding the why behind something, uh, that happened just because then they start to problem solve themselves and maybe start thinking more of like, not in just like the simple, okay, make sure you apologize to so-and-so and and you've apologized to so-and-so, but really getting more to the the root of the issue and having them kind of problem solve with you as opposed to you as the counselor and the mediator also being the problem solver in that aspect. So really teaching those kids to start thinking about their actions and what they're doing when, when a conflict arises. And it could be as simple as, a a very, very minor disagreement. Yeah. I think, I think of like the kid who's maybe the leader, but in a bullying way. And so they'll say, Oh, you're being so stupid. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's always something under the surface, right? There's always a reason why they're doing it. And maybe they feel threatened because that kid is actually smarter than them. And, uh, or they're just trying to make others, laugh and kind of bring that attention on them, but you're right. Putting the, you know, take them aside and talking them say, Hey, look, you don't have to be, to be the leader. You don't have to be the smartest one, right? Right. You're, you, you just build your team. That kid Mm -hmm. is, is your, is your key smart kid. And then you've got this kid who's the, the, the funny kid and, and you're the leader, right? You're, you're building that team and you don't have to treat people like that because a good leader is X, Y, Z. And right. all of a sudden, maybe something is going to click in them and be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So just a different approach to, to the behavior management with kids. Mm-hmm. We, we call it meeting the need. Um, and there's a really great YouTube video for conflict resolution. If you just Google conflict resolution, meeting the need, it'll pop up. I believe it's this Australian guy narrating it, but we use it in staff training. <laughs> I'm meeting the need. <laughs> It's, it's a great video. Um, I wouldn't necessarily show it to campers, but at least for staff to try to get those wheels thinking so that they can help uh, and be thinking about meeting the need or finding the need to be met uh, to solve conflict. Cool. I love that. I love that. Uh, one of the things I think about, especially in an overnight camp situation, it, are the, the skills of community and friendship mm-hmm. building. I mean, that could be in any, but cleaning right? How do you use a broom? How do you use a mop? Yes. How, How do, do you, you use a broom is a big one. Right. right. How do you make your bed or, or just at least put out your sleeping bag straight? How do you use a toilet brush? That kind of stuff, those kind mm-hmm. of skills and, and being part of this community where yes, cleaning and chores is part of that. And I think those are the great skills that the parents are going to be like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you even can include it, like how to do laundry, mm-hmm. how, do, how to tie a trash bag. You yes. Know? <laughs> um, yeah. There, there are a lot of different skills like that. So uh, another idea I had with skills, and again, I think I talked about this earlier, we're not able to do that this year because of the restrictions on staying in a group and a cohort, but this does kind of give counselors or staff a break from their kids that they're with all day anyway, 
um, here at our camp, you know, if, if counselors get to work with some other kids and they, cause the kids sign up for different skills. So counselors get to experience some different campers, get to experience some different personalities. So it's a break from their kids, but also kind of teaches the counselors a little bit to like, Oh, they, you know, like, man, Kelly, this camper you have is awful. I am like, maybe I can help you with that or, or different things and they can help each other out and things like that. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of a break. So it also is kind of a beneficial thing to the counselors as well to have this time where they get to experience some new kiddos. Awesome. So my last one for myself is each one teach one. It's a great activity to do in staff training, but I feel like you can definitely use it with the kids. Chris, you've been talking about the skills the counselors have for like a three hour time block. This is like a five minute thing. Uh, so it could be as simple as tying a shoe. So how would you teach someone to tie their shoe? So as a, as a staff member, if I'm doing it with another staff member, you know, untie your shoe and, and, and show them how you would, would teach it, but then someone else would teach something else to another person, but also when you are teaching how to tie a shoe as the individual, the receiver would then also have to demonstrate how they are doing it based off of your, how you are explaining it. And it could be as simple as like the folding a piece of paper demonstration that when you are explaining how to fold a piece of paper and tear this left corner and see how the other person perceives it. Uh, you could do that with kids as well for, for very simple things. I mean, it could be as simple as shooting a basketball or dribbling a soccer ball, different things like that, but each one teach one. Yeah. I think that's it, right? I think yeah. Uh, yeah. we've covered everything. Yeah. A lot of, I think lot that's of stuff an important, that you can teach. important thing as a camp, we should be teaching our campers skills Yeah, uh, and, and what those look like. And, and cause we're camping, we don't have to be just fun. We, we should be educational too. And, have and, and to let your counselors know that the campers are always watching what the, the staff oh, are yeah. doing. And mm -hmm. so mentorship is a big, uh, big thing where the kids are learning skills. Um, usually the soccer skills from a counselor just by observing them and let the counselors know that, yeah, don't be a knucklehead. And those private conversations, don't be a cotton headed any muggins. <laughs> those private conversations <laughs> you think no one's listening to someone's probably listening to. Uh, all right. Awesome. Well, from around the campfire, this is Kurt. No, good. <laughs> Everybody wants to be Kurt. Because <laughs> I always, I usually do all three. So then. Well, from around the campfire, this is Chris. This is Kurt. And Kelly. Thanks for listening. 